0: Welcome to Karate Cafe, your source for martial arts conversations since 2005. And now, here's your hosts, Paul Wilson and Dan Williams. Hello again, everybody.
1: It's Paul here uh, with another belated episode of Karate Cafe just here in the dojo, my own business. Off to, well, my left, perhaps your right, is my good friend Dan Williams. Dan, how are you?
0: Virtual high five.
1: Oh, wait.
0: Boom. Good, I'm great. <laughs> Here we go. Right now, other side. There oh, we sorry. go. Uh, see, the people listening will be fascinated by this. I'm yeah, I know. For, for those of you, for
1: those of you, who, I mean, you can make me do it again. Yeah. Ah,
0: did yeah, it. See, The other side, dude. You're on the wrong side. No, no, oh. no. See, right. I'm on the. We got to do it this way then.
1: Is we'll it six or that,
0: nine? Like, yeah, That's right. We'll
1: we'll do either
0: one. Uh, <laughs> We're just gonna do. We you... should do some chi sau. Virtual cheese. Okay.
1: Here's my center line.
0: Right. The, um, <laughs> oh,
1: we'll talk more about that kind of crap in a minute. Um, but for those of you who are listening to it on uh, the Martial Arts First Podcast, a Cafe, we're doing a video version. We're doing a, a Zoom session because, hey, that's what everyone is doing. So uh, we're doing a, right. a Zoom session. It's the thing. Uh, Someone why to do the thing? thing. It's the you know, put, a, 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 it, you know, it, it, somehow Skype went away and Zoom blew up. Who knew? Uh, Anywho, so we're doing. Oh, so
0: I saw the I saw the video the other day, of the CEO, the fake CEO of Skype, going. (laughs) Where the hell did Zoom come from? Like, are you kidding me? All of this years ago, and now everybody is zooming, and and Skype used to be a verb, even. I know. (laughs) It was like Google's
1: on Zoom. Yeah, I know, and, I, I mean, and even yeah. in the in the early years, uh, early days, months of the pen, people still were saying about skyping you, skyping you, and now we're zooming you, as opposed yeah, to Yeah, I'll, I'll Skype you on
0: Zoom, like
1: right, exactly. <laughs> I'll I'll log into so, your Zoom session via Skype. Sorry, anyway, I'm
0: all excited and interrupted.
1: I know, cause cause Dan and I just like looking at each other. Uh, anyway, we're doing the the right. the audio version which you're listening to now, and you're doing the uh, we're having the video version which you're looking at now give you a pause uh for uh later we're going to throw that up on youtube so you can see us with the corona hair i got serious corona hair but you can see my lovely dojo behind me uh you can see uh dan's training student back there uh patiently waiting for him to come back
0: currently outside
1: yep uh, dodging the rain drops or whatever's going on uh but anyway yeah (laughs) so uh for, for those of you who listen to our podcast may have noticed that we have been quiet for pretty much the entire pandemic <laughs> and uh but quiet but not yeah. unengaged. You a little coffee right there right those of you on the video version can see that. Uh anyway, we uh but we've been talking back and forth about getting back on the old proverbial horse dance and uh, and now here we are. And so uh but now we're going to double it up. Uh and actually as one of the things we, we that always do
0: one,
1: Exactly. You, we we other podcasts give you this, we give you, you know, this. Um and so you have to watch the video version to find out exactly how much I'm giving you. See, see that's that's marketing, son. Uh, we uh, anyway uh, like like, sub-
0: like subscribe and share, right? Yeah,
1: like sh- like and subscribe below. Uh, I, I always say that whenever I do something What's good that? in the online class. Uh, <clears> then <throat> even though, hey guys, that's uh, it's the the, the, the uh, stereotypical creating of every you know YouTube video. Hey guys. Hey guys, it's just me, you know, of course you subscribe to my channel. And why, 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 anyway, that, anyway, but we were just going to talk about basically maybe an overview of what we've been doing for the year what we've seen in the martial arts, kind of get our feet wet. Uh, one of the things that I was thinking, Dan, and I was going to tell you this earlier in the green room, but forgot was maybe we could also do some of these. We tried it before doing a Facebook live of these and like, you know, subscribe so that way maybe we can get some people. Cause we're all working from home during the day, Yeah, you know, well not everyone, but uh, mo- many of us are. And even though there's light at the end of the tunnel, whether it's a train or the, the end of the tunnel, uh, I think the whole remote work thing is probably going to be around for a while. Here's hoping uh, for those of
0: us. Uh, I think so.
1: Yeah. So Dan, how has the uh, last year been been treating you?
0: It's It's been um, surreal. And that's probably the case for a lot of people. Uh, you know, it's obviously this whole thing has affected martial arts and martial artists, uh, a lot. It's a, you know, it's a very physically engaging, uh, hobby and a lot like the the gyms and yoga studios and things like that. It's been very, very difficult for martial arts schools to keep their doors open in all honesty. Um, and the movement to online, I think that, um, it's it's probably forced a lot of people uh, to do something that they had maybe been considering doing anyway. Um, it has accelerated uh, a lot of people's learning <laughs> of how the, how do that you know I'm <laughs> I, I I'm I'm fi- I'm fifty something and need to figure out how to do Zoom uh, and you yeah. know mother's the necessity of uh, mother no necessity is the mother of, of getting shit done so oops uh, and um, I, I all right I think that uh, just a lot of people have been been forced into it I yeah, do think absolutely. it's interesting the way the, the the lessons have had to change in that you you don't get that physical engagement um, you can't you, you can't touch physically anymore so where does your physical what do you end up focusing on when you can't do those things um i think especially for like um you know uh the the jiu-jitsu guys (laughs) like they don't have forms that they can do at home to practice they don't have at least that I know of, they don't have techniques that they can you know go march up and down their whatever in and say okay i'm gonna i'm gonna practice this or practice that uh I would imagine it's been especially difficult on those schools um so yeah, it's uh you know for me personally it's been it's it's been pretty smooth like i you know I'm an i t guy so for me working from home really wasn't that big a transition in fact the team of people that I worked with, um, even when I was going into work, were from the UK, Egypt, uh, and uh, China. So I was, re- I was practically wor- working remotely from the office anyway. Um, and so really, it's just like, I was at the dining room table for a long time. And then my wife and I finally, after a year, moved me back to get an official office space. Uh, and now I'm just crossing my fingers that um, going back to work is kind of going to be an optional thing, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, so, that, yeah. and we talk, we did, like, I think, a, a couple of um, mm-hmm. early pandemic shows. And we were talking about uh, training and, yep. and, and visualization and stuff. And so now it's announced a year later, I was uh, in the green room we were talking. And I said that we, um, you yeah, know, I got my first Facebook um, memory of a year ago of the first online class that we did, you know? and wow. uh you know and then i got like one yesterday or day before it was like the first class we did with weapons with kabuto and stuff and you know I, i'm sure that yeah like you were mentioned there was a whole lot of people that were trying to kind to ramp, ramp up technically you know uh but you know because here in chronic cafe we don't just talk about martial arts we also talk about martial arts culture you know i think it really affected right. our culture and, and still is uh, uh for a, a large point um Personally and politically, uh, you know, and you know, administratively, it hit us on a lot of levels. I mean, you, you know, you say you know we're a physical uh, endeavor, and that's true, but you know, from if you run a, a class, you know, or own a business or anything else that's tied into that, there were a lot of levels that that were impacted. I mean, it's it's and 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 continued, right? Because I mean, I'm sure there are many people, most of us, who were thinking it was going to be like a three or a six month thing you know, that it was a nine month right. thing. Now it's a year and it may still be another three or four months after that. Um, yeah. uh, uh, people recovering, you know, and, and getting back. And, you know, for me, one of the things that, you know, we were talking about was, you know, there were so many people that were just, you know, I lost a, a couple of students, I mean, I lose them. They went on hiatus. They were like, well, when you get back in the dojo, that, a couple of them came to the nine99 classes and uh, said, uh, you know, just the online thing, just not working for me. You know, when you move back in the dojo, I'll come back. And I was like, all right, fair enough. But I mean, I, and I get up a that. Student. I'm
0: kind of, I'm, yeah, I'm fairly compassionate to that, you know, like yeah, no, I, 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 I get it that it's, it's, it is especially like if you're new or something.
1: Right. Well, but I mean, I picked up one new student almost immediately <laughs> uh, from the, and I, and I really kind of thought I was going to get more, a few months down the line because people were like antsy and looking for things to do. And this is something you could do, you know, at, at the house, but from a, uh, an instructor standpoint,
0: that's a good point.
1: You know, it, it became a kind of a slog of, you know, like it, it was constantly kind of trying to come up with ways to do stuff and, you know, visualization and like, uh, to shatsu training, which is, you know, using the ancient Okinawan, uh, training tool of a t-shirt to like provide resistance when you're doing blocks and, uh very sundry things like, you know and then after you know about know, about six months or so I was kinda like man this is really getting hard to to try and uh you know keep the energy out create
0: a lesson plan without physical yeah, no, stuff. Yeah, yeah it's and like, energy okay, you know just the yeah, energy level. Know?
1: Yeah and uh and you know one of the the taglines for my dojo is you know come for the violence but stay for the jokes. So I really got I think uh, a good chunk of uh, the, the travel, because we had people come in from our federation. We had people come in and, and, and do classes from other systems, you know, and, uh, you know, one of the uh, comments I got was that like, you know, people say like, well, we really like your class because it's, you know, it's fun, <laughs> you know, people are, are, are so like focused on, you know, the, the, the physical part uh, to overcome, depression or, you know, whatever, and help build your difference. But it's like, I tell a lot of jokes, I take martial arts very seriously, but I don't take myself very seriously. So a lot of them are like, I really enjoyed it. You know, it was, it was so um, that kind of brought that game up.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, as we were talking about this, I think one of the things that is is interesting about this whole thing as well is this has forced you to think about that stuff, you know, and I'm sure that, there are a lot of people that have schools um, where maybe they were very used to and comfortable with the routine that they had in their dojo. Um, you come in, you stretches, after stretches, you do floor exercises, after floor exercises, you do forms and after forms, you do, uh, you know, grab bag. <laughs> and that, that is the routine of the class, period. Um, and now you're getting people going, okay, I guess we probably have to change up our routine from this. Um, we can't really spar anymore. That's not a thing. Uh, for Wing Chun, Chi Sao, not a thing anymore. Um, and so it's it, it may have had some benefits of some instructors being able to, to, I guess, think outside the box, break their routine and to say, I have to now get maybe a little bit more creative and talk about the history of this martial art or the philosophy or the, hey, uh, maybe as you've pointed out, we, we bring in people from other martial arts and say, let's compare and contrast what you're doing and what they're doing. And yeah. like a good example is you having a lighthearted nature in your class, right? Because when you're physically engaged in the class, maybe you're there mostly to get a workout. And maybe all of the, a lot of those students are like, I want to get a good workout. My instructor doesn't need to make me laugh. Like that's not the point. I want a good workout. Well, now maybe both students and instructors have to understand that, you know, it's about a lot more than that. It's about community. It's about history. It's about and we talk about all these things a lot. Um, the the peripheral effects of going to a martial arts class, you know, having friends and community and just all of that stuff. And when you're kind of put into this situation, some of that stuff. It it forces you to think about that, and 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 also forces you to think about your priorities. Um, and if, uh, you know, for for better or for worse, there might be some people going, "Boy, I was spending a lot of time and energy on this, and and maybe it's just not my thing anymore, um, or whatever the case might be." But I, I, yeah, I, I think any any kind of trauma to a system, <laughs> whether that be a person or a society, makes you. Take another look at your priorities and and figure out what you want to do and where you want to be. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I've said it many times. Uh, you know, over the last year, to most of the like my senior fellow instructors and senior students and whatnot, was, yeah, you know, this is a, a really good time, especially in the early days. Uh, you know, I was like, this is a really good time to like catch up on the history and just like you're talking about, and catch up on the, you know, the the culture of your art and you know why not and i mean google stuff watch videos you know have people we you know we visited a couple of other classes you know uh, for our, our, us us in our right. federation you know i told them i was like go to other instructors cl- you know if time zones allow go to other instructors classes and go see yeah. how we're teaching the same stuff i'm teaching you know but they're doing it a different way you know or we have guest instructors come in and oh, they're and- like you know,
0: do stuff like have have the instructor's instructor come and, or just just not yeah. even teach technique. Just come and say, OK, this is this is how I got into it. This is how I got exposed to it. It was my my dad and I grew up in a martial arts family. And then when my dad, I outgrew my dad's instruction and I moved on to the, like that history is interesting to know and not just, you know, this is the history of your martial art, but also. Mm-hmm this is the history of, of you. This is the history of your instructor. This is the history of his, their yeah, instructor kind of
1: thing. It's funny. It's funny enough. You say that. Cause I did do that. Uh, one night I found, we were cleaning out the garage and I found small photos of like my, my black belt test and, you know, just old group photos from camps, you know, in the nineties and the Very 80s. Cool. And, and so yeah. I, you know, I, I took them and so I put them up just like I'm doing now with the background. Right. And there was a picture of like our grandmaster, my instructor, his instructor and me. Right. And, or why well, it was them. Right. And then, and then, so I kind of like stood next to it with it in the background. So I was kind of like online. And I'm like, this is your lineage right here. You know, this is him. You know, this is our grandmaster. This is, this is his senior yep. guy who was my sensei's instructor. This is my sensei, you know, your grand sensei. And then now here's me there. This is where I am. And then there was like a group photo I put up of a bunch of people. I'm like, you know there's only like 3 people in this photo that are still training and this photo was taken in you know whatever so hang on
0: and i think that stuff is great you know I, I i think there should be more of that stuff um i think that it's just, yeah it's it's one of those things where like i say maybe maybe there's a silver lining um to some of this or at least you know, there's some aspects to it that make our lives better instead of just worse. I don't know exact. I don't know exactly how to like put it, but uh, I-, I think too that if you don't if you don't look for those things, um, then you're guaranteed to never find them. So I would encourage everybody to to explore and and don't just say, well, you know, if 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 we can't if we can't do this stuff, uh, physically in the same room, then it, they, we just can't do anything at all. Right. Um, well, yeah, I, I, I had a, bummer.
1: I had a, uh, but well, it wasn't much of a discussion, actually. I just kind of, it was a, a Facebook reply to, uh, a guy I know who he has left his, uh, classical karate background and he's kind of, he's going out with our close, personal friend in Abernathy's, uh, group of doing practical karate. And, you know, he's kind of gone all in and, uh, doing a lot of really good work and doing a lot of work, doing a lot of work. Uh, and you know, one of the things that he talked about, it, it, this happened uh, pretty much kind of sort of right as uh pandemic hit. And there was a thread on Facebook and talking about promotion. And he was saying like, well, you know, I can't really do promotions because part of the curriculum that I'm, that I'm, developing has throws and stuff in it and I can't see him do throws or the, you know, there's no one really they can throw with. So I can't do any promotions. And I, I said, like, yep. you know, I said, I thought you were, you know, you know, I said, I thought, you know, you were, you know, I said like, you shouldn't like, you know, let, let the curriculum bog you down or whatever. And he said, well, I'm writing the curriculum cause this is my new thing. And I'm like, but weren't you trying to break away from sort of the strict dogmatic, you know, like, I can, it's gotta be this way or no way. I said, isn't that the way isn't that what you're breaking from? And now you're right back in. Yeah. It. And uh, you know, because for me, like I promoted a couple of people and um, you know, and people were, you know, cause we do 2D, right? So, you know, we're just grappling as part of a con. Can't do that right now. Just can't, you know? So we can kind of simulate it. Uh, but one of the things that, you know, I'm doing is like, you know, is for, for me, it's always been about concepts. Do people understand the concepts, you know? Can they sort of demonstrate it conceptually and explain it to me until we can actually touch hands and whatnot? Um, right. But, so, I mean, I think that's something that's going to kind of shake up, you know, the model of way people teach, you know? And, uh, and I said, as an instructor, I took this, I was talking to a buddy of mine about this the other day who tried my class out for the first time and he had very complimentary things to say about it. And I said, well, you know, when this happened, I took it as not only as a, as an instructor but as just as a martial artist of like well here here's my here's my blocker how do i get around that blocker how do i go under it how do i go around it how do i bust through uh and i think it's made me a better instructor i hope yeah
0: <laughs> i'm i guarantee it has
1: and, and because i i had to think you know i had to i had to keep the energy up i had to keep people focused and directed you know i had to you know, and, and now, uh, for those of you who've been following, like, you know, I'm kind of on the road. I'm traveling a little bit because mm-hmm. it's not an official Karate Cafe Road show But, I mean, we were just getting out of the house and going camping. Um, so, you know, I have to deal with weather and cold. And, you know, uh, you guys have probably seen me put up pictures of me doing karate in a tent. You know, I call it the two D tent. Uh, but just because it was, you know, otherwise, or it's here in the, in the camper. Um, you know, but, but I've had to overcome that. And I had to try and figure out how to make that happen because I'm not, you know, I'm not a guy showing up to work out. Right. I'm a guy who's running the workout. So I've got to make it happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, and I and I think too uh one of the things that that you you kind of just commented on was it's it's sort of like this idea that we all understand and know that the the lessons of the martial arts apply to more than just combat situations, um, yet I I don't know that a lot of people actually consciously put that into practice and say, "Look, I'm I am faced with a challenge. What do I do?" And it's it's kind of like if you're doing um, uh, if you're doing your, your one steps, right? You're, I'm going to punch and I'm going to block. And, and suddenly the person doesn't do the thing you expect to be done. And then you have to, you have to mentally make that switch and you have to pivot and you got to go, well, okay, I could do one of two things, right? I can stop and reset us and go, ah, that's not really what we were practicing. We need to practice whatever we're practicing. Um, but, uh, we can also say, uh, what can we do from here? Right. That, that was the thing that was not expected. So how can I pivot now and do something different and maybe move to the side or whatever the case might be. But when that happens in life, you have to kind of do the same thing and say, well, the plan that I had wasn't working. So how can I pivot to have a new plan or do something differently?
1: Wow. That's deep, man.
0: Again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I say, there's there's more to this stuff than just you know punch, kick, move. So yeah,
1: absolutely. You know, and and that's and this is truly, as you say, this this whole year has been, a, you know, a sort of test all the way around. Not just, I mean, yeah, as I say, not just in karate, but I mean, or martial arts, but yeah, in life of just like getting through it. And you know, I mean, granted, we're we have far more people this year have been hanging out in the pajamas than than you know normally they would. They would just normally do it in the dojo. Now they get to do it all the time, but, uh, you know, you know, trying to keep your health up and trying to explore and do new things. And, you know, one of the things for, in the karate world, you know, the, the, the past Okinawa masters, etc., etc., have you know, often, often said, you know, that, you know, that they were like in calligraphy and they, you know, they did,
0: they did things right. that. Art and all kinds of ways to express yourself, you know, like, I think that that's. That's one of those things where again, it's like take the lessons that you've learned inside and and bring them outside. And I, be, I truly believe that we all do this at a subconscious level, but like being um, mindful, being aware of it and say, okay, again, I'm, I'm faced with a conflict. I'm faced with a challenge. How can I now pivot? And for example, I mean, just something as easy as how, how can I use this person's energy against them? You know, if if I'm faced with a a, a confrontation in, in, you know, anywhere or with my boss or something and my boss is saying, you need to do this this way. And I'm saying, well, I want to do it that way. Well, obviously that's just a straight up conflict. And guess what's not going to work? It's not going to work to just go force on force, especially with your boss. So you take some of these lessons outside and you go, Okay, if force on force isn't going to work, how how can I move so this situation comes to my advantage instead of my disadvantage? So again, it's, or, or it's like, lessons learned inside that you bring outside.
1: Yeah, we're dealing with people who you know refuse to wear masks or wash <laughs> wash their hands. You know, any of this, you know, stuff, personal protection stuff. The self, the self defense uh, angle of martial arts have unfortunately come into play quite a bit. Um, you know, one thing that when you were talking about that reminded me, because my son has like really got into mountain biking over the last year. And so therefore I have as well. And, uh, you know, I, one of the things that that came out of that was, you know, mountain biking, I would see things and do stuff and I'd be like, "Ooh, that's a good martial art concept. And, uh, one one yeah. of the things that, that someone told me, a guy who we met riding and he was uh, been riding forever, and he said, well, you know, a lot of times in mountain biking, you don't turn the wheel. You don't turn the bike with the wheel. You turn with your hips. And I'm like, what? Hips. Okay. I know about hips. Right. And so I started when I, know I was that, riding. I, know that. I would explore that. Like, you know, shifting my weight and moving stuff around and, you know, and you know, like absorbing, you know, uh, stuff with Shock my knees. and, and you like know, Yeah. And then, yeah. And, uh, and unfortunately, brake falls. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: Ah well, yeah. But
1: but but because I had brake falls, uh you know, uh so I mean and then but I would go ride and I would kind of explore that stuff and then the next time in class it like really got me thinking about footwork and and using your core and you know controlling your center line and your balance and blah blah blah. blah. And so that tied directly back into uh, you know, the class, which I and I would explain why I'm doing it and whatnot. And so we would take the time to kind of, you know, do stuff is like, look. You know, we can't punch each other. We can't throw each other. We can't choke each other out, but we can work on our footwork, you know, which is a foundational piece of whatever, you know, or we can work on our body placement and weight shifting and, you know, so there's that stuff that, that normally gets kind of maybe glossed over and not paid attention to because you just don't have the time. Well, now you got nothing but, you, you, you got the same time, but you've got, you know, more focus on it.
0: You're practically forced into it at this point. And I and I think too that um, for a lot of people that may not see themselves as creative, um, may not be artists or things like that, um, maybe maybe you just had the wrong medium, you know. And maybe uh, the martial arts is your art, and you can express your creativity through that, uh, and that's perfectly okay. Like, hey, if you just if you're bored, what about making your own kata? How about trying that? It's just for fun. It's not, you know, nobody's going to, you're not going to get in trouble for it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just, you feel free to get creative, you know? Uh, Literally, no one can beat you. That's right. <laughs> that's right.
1: If, if, if they hassle you, you just mute them. It's, you know, it's great. <laughs> Sorry, I can't, I can't hear you. What? Hit yeah. Up. That'll show them. So, yeah, There's, yeah. No, I mean, so I mean, there's been, uh, this has been a trying year, uh, a lot of things. I mean, you know, it's like, we were talking about in the green room. Uh, it's been pretty good for me. You know, I mean, as far as, you know, uh, living wise, I, I mean, I miss the dojo and I, I miss, you know, the, the physical interaction with uh, the people I train with. And, and I miss, you know, going to visit people on the road and, and stuff like that. But I mean, I think, you know, and I guess maybe from a culture standpoint, um, there was, a the guy who does the, uh, Okinawan karate podcast, uh, he was talking about the pillars of the dojo and, uh, a couple episodes mm. back and, um, talking about those people in your dojo that you can like really depend on, or that really make the training, uh, worthwhile. And so, you know, and I've got a couple of students that have really been the pillars of the dojo they, I mean, they, they kind of already were, you know, they were senior students and, and whatnot, but like, you know, there were, a few months ago, I mean, there, there was a time where I was really kind of like, Ugh. you know, it's like, you know, like no one's showing up it just like bums in the out
0: after a while, you know, Yeah, you
1: know, like the first like three, six months or whatever. I mean, I had a lot of people, I had people coming in, you know, from, from other schools. I had people on both coasts, I had people in Canada, a guy in Australia that would come in, you know, and it was good energy. And, you know, we were, we were training and we were doing good stuff. And then it kind of, I guess you know people just kind kind of you know burned out or you know whatever, and some people fell away and stuff like that. And then people started open back up, you know, and so we had people that I mean, as soon as it opened back up, like my visitors dropped drained drained away, you know, and they would still have their their online course, yeah. And I was like, you know, whether or not I agree that they should be back in the dojo or not, it was just kind of like wow, you know, you know, it's fair weather friend kind of thing. kind of ticked me off a little bit. But, you know, but it got to be a little bit of a slog of, you know, coming up and oh yeah, there's a whole political part of this whole online courses that you can, we'll talk about later. Um, But there was a, you know, it was kind of a slog and like you don't have like one or two people show up, you know, (laughs) and you have like one white belt and one black belt, you know, and so there's really nothing in the middle, right? So it's kind of hard to, you know, that was the challenge to try and make stuff that would keep them yeah, uh, you know, because you can't like separate them off into the breakout rooms in Zoom.
0: Right, you can't. Them, you yeah,
1: go do your kata, and I'll be yeah. back, and then come back. And right. Like, okay. No, uh, you know, you, uh, uh-uh. So you know, for for a it's while, I mean, I, I kind of powered through it, I think, and I, and I and I think I got back into a, a, a good place, but um, you know, there's uh, you know an ebb and flow with everything, and you know, like now. You know we're, we're we're all like you know i got my first shot supposed to get my another one in, in a couple of weeks one of my yeah, senior guys is going to get his second one you know so like most of the dojo because i don't know, I have like four or five people right uh are going to be you know vaccinated so now it's like okay well what do we do you know what how long do we wait now you know what is do it we time do when to get back come in? back yeah. yeah you know and we and we sublet I sublet space, so like I'm not in control of the space that we're going to be in. So, you know, then I got to worry about what they're doing, and it's just, you know, so so you know, it's it's just another another level of um, I don't know challenge, <laughs> challenge, you know, to yeah. what has been a challenging time for the last you know 12 months or so. It's crazy, um, but uh, but again, yeah, it's, it's, so you
0: know, it kind of goes back to the like it it's it, it, it you got to a point where it was just like well I just I just have to power through this and that's you, you can either give up or yeah. you can keep going you know
1: yeah you know and uh, I, I've told my students many times you know it's like I'm not the system you know I'm not the dojo we're the dojo so you know uh, right. you know I've got a senior student you know and he's a an needon so he's a secondary black belt he knows Plenty about the system, and he's done a fantastic job taking over classes. Like when I'm traveling and can't be there, or I have a you know an internet event or whatever because I'm on the road. But you know, and then I've got a a a mid level student, a green belt, you know, and she's fantastic and has been really you know helping people up and bringing in the new guys. So you know, having those pillars of the dojo, you know, became pretty clear because I mean, you know, in the early days, I was a little like you know, people who are like, you know, they, they just didn't show up. Right. They didn't even try to do the online classes. Right. And I would try and talk them through, you know, Hey, okay, look, just give it a try and let's figure out the issues that are in yeah. the way with you doing it. Yeah. You know, and they yeah. just, they didn't even try. So, you know, it's like that what we go back to, you know, many years ago, the, the customer versus the student, right. You know, the student's going to come train. Right. And the customer is going to go like, eh, you know, your, your, nah, your, your hours, your hours and location don't work for me anymore. You know? So, right. But I mean, there's also, it was a weird time. I mean, you don't know what's going on in people's lives. People were, you know, getting laid off and, you know, all so, kinds of
0: stuff was going on
1: You know, and I had one student who was really, he was bummed out. He was like, you know, he wasn't sure if he's going to have a, a gig, you know, at any given day. And, yeah. and then I was like, you know, I was like, it's much better to be training than not, you know, and I was like, don't That's worry true. about money, just yep. come train. You know, and I just you know his 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 living situation made it tough for him to train, and he just so he just you know. And but before the but for the word for the longest time, he kept paying dues every month. He paid his dues, <laughs> so you know. Wow. I, and I I've got a, a couple students that you know, they they came for a little while, they stopped coming, but they would pay their dues. Like they may miss a month or two, but then they pay. You know, and I was like, and I'm like, dude, you know, you don't have to yep. pay, you know, just whatever, you know, if you, you know, so it's just been a really weird time and, you know, yeah. challenge upon challenge. You
0: know? Yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. It, it has been a really weird time and it's been weird for everybody. And I think, um, if I, I, I would hope, especially like in, in these kinds of communities that, uh, if, if people aren't coming together with a, Hey, let's, let's solve this together. Let's work out these problems together. Oh, you're getting laid off because of COVID. I don't have any rental space fees. So how about we, uh, I don't know, cut your dues in half or, or whatever the case might be, you know, (laughs) like, don't just stop coming, come and say, Hey, can, can we work something out? Um, Because I think that that's a lot of what, you know, being a part of the community is. And again, you know, we talk about that the student versus customer and yes, if, if you're just a customer and you come for the workout and that's it, um, then that's going to be your story. But even if you're, even if you're a little bit into the student realm, um, just know that most instructors are, I mean, very compassionate, especially when it comes to like having a job and money and stuff, because keep in mind, one, most instructors either have two jobs, right? One is instructing, two is what they make a living from. And if they don't have two jobs, then they, I guarantee you, spent a long period of their martial arts career struggling. (laughs) So either way, they, they understand financial struggle and they know what that's about. Uh, and so just keep in mind that these people are compassionate human beings and yes, you know, we're, we're trained to have a ton of respect for these guys and, oh, if I don't pay my dues, then I'm going to break my contract. And then if I break my contract and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, if you don't see your, your instructor as a human being as well, then that's kind of a problem too. So like we're all just people and we're all trying to get this through, through this thing together. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm quite sure that, I mean, I'd, I'd like to hear from some of the people on the, on the, on the board, on the Facebook page, call it what you will, um, that, that have encountered, you know, what their instructor has done or, you know, what their school has done. Because, yeah, I mean, there are, you know, as, as, it, as much as I, I, I don't enjoy it, there are people who make a living from um, doing doing martial arts. And some of them look at it as a, they're they're not doing it because really necessarily they love martial arts. They're doing it because they make a good living at it, you know, and and they're really much more focused on the business part of the martial arts than the actual martial art itself. And I'm quite sure there's got to have been stories of people who are like, well, you know, yeah, I was in a, you know, auto deduct, you know, whatever contract. And because I mean, there are guys that. I mean, there's a guy down the street from my place that his place sat empty for months and months. Of, well, there's lots of them. That sat empty for months and months and months because no one could come in and train. Now, some of those guys would, you know, they would have their class. They figured out, you know, how to Zoom and all that, whatnot. And they would just do it from their school, right? Uh, but, you know, I know people in our federation, you know, like people just stop paying because they, they couldn't afford it, you know?
0: I mean, I you know, I... Th- that's the other thing is that in all honesty, I wouldn't I, I I wouldn't be super keen on paying the same price for online classes as I did for in person classes.
1: Yeah, I dropped you my know? price on for, for most of my you know guys. I mean there's there's a couple of them that I said, you know, I'm gonna drop the price and they're like, no, it's cool. You know, I, I can I can do it, you know, I can handle right. it. I wanna support my dojo because you know it's
0: community. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was gonna be like three months, six months, you know, whatever. So right. but yeah, I dropped my price because I'm like, well I mean i was still paying for my space but you know i didn't feel and the, but um i did a deal with with them and so they they dropped the price because it was the same yeah. thing right um but uh you know i was like look i mean i'm i'm, I'm actually putting more work <laughs> more work into the <laughs> right. class That's true than, than i normally am because i'm only yeah. in 2d right so right. I'm, I'm i'm doing more stuff and like i kind of it out my room and I had to get you know a, a bigger monitor you know I did all this I didn't lay really out a whole lot of cash but I mean you know I had to do the, the zoom and you know whatnot and so but I was doing a whole lot of work to get class ready you know but but it wasn't important so I felt like I should drop the price a little bit and you know for good or ill you know yeah that, that is what it is but yeah it's just been a, a really strange time and so and you know we've fallen off doing these because of the vicissitudes of life so you know, but maybe maybe now that we're, you know, again, seeing light like at the end of the tunnel, we can kind of get back to it and start bothering yeah. our, making fun of our taekwondo brethren and sisterin, and, you know, laugh with our jujitsu friends. <laughs> get some spirited debate. That's
0: right. Again. That sure would be nice.
1: That would be nice, isn't it? Yes. Uh, Dan, really. it was really super good to see Indeed. you again.
0: Great to see you.
1: And literally yeah. see you. And, it was a lot and, of fun. And again, for those of you listening, you can hear us right? now, but you can see us later uh, when we post this up on YouTube. Uh, just just because, why not? I mean, since everyone's zooming, just and, because, and doing, why not? Yeah, everybody's and, doing it. Uh, as a special note, I don't know about uh, your the the culture of, of your business, Dan, but in ours, we're very much like, yeah, we know everyone's got bad hair, so like we almost never turn the cameras on when we're doing our meetings. And so right, I know us too. Us either so so the fact that you guys can actually see us is probably pretty important. it's pretty amazing <laughs> yeah because yeah. ordinarily you, you just be feel sing, special right you'd just be seeing you know blank or whatever
0: i only uh, i only or... turn my camera on for vice president or above, really
1: Ooh, so you dear that's listeners are all c sweeters.
0: that's right damn straight
1: <laughs> well cool dan it's been a pleasure talking to you and seeing you
0: yes you too
1: And we will talk to you all again, and you can see us all, very soon.